Welcome to Method in Madness and I'm your host Asabi. Today I have with me one of the top keynote speakers from India, Yogesh Chabria. Yogesh Chabria is the best-selling author and the founder of the Happy New Year Way, a global initiative to help people discover their inner greatness and lead a fulfilling life in all areas. His transformative programs and seminars have benefited leaders at Fortune 500, IITs, members of European Parliament, TEDx, entrepreneurs, organizations, and even members of royal family. Well, this man is full of ideas, full of stories, and guess what? Even full of madness. Please help me welcome somebody who really, truly inspires me every time I talk to him, Yogesh. This is Method in Madness. Welcome to Method in Madness, Yogesh. How are you doing today? Very well, Sabi, Sabya Sachi. I call you Sabi, but I should call you Sabya Sachi, Sain Gupta. <laughs> Your audience would be knowing you that way, but I'm doing great. What about you? I am doing great. I am very excited that uh, you agreed to be on Method in Madness. Um, as you know, it's a podcast where I love to know people's journey, stories, bounce back. And I have known you for some years and I have been always inspired by your amazing trajectory and how you always find uh, magic in even in mundane. So I'm very curious and to hear your story and bring it to uh, my audience. <laughs> Thank you. It is it is my honor. It is my privilege. It is a pleasure. And uh, yes, we have known each other for a couple of years. And it's really nice and amazing to see how you are also growing every moment, constantly. So I'm happy to be here and looking forward to our conversation. Thank you. So the first question I have is when I Google your name, it comes and, and there are various sources, various links, various surveys. The one thing that is common thread in all of that is that you are India's top, one of the top speakers. I know coming from India, how competitive India is, how there is no shortage of talent or skills. But in a country with 1.3 billion population, to be that voice that everybody listens to, everybody respects, everybody wants to hear more. First of all, how does it feel to be that voice? And second of all, how did you become that voice? <laughs> so, you know, it's interesting. Uh, I never look at, you know, I mean, I'm grateful to all the people or whoever uh, considers me that. But my, my view is a little different. I believe instead of having, you know, okay, I'm number one or I'm number two or I'm number three. Instead, I look at it. What if you start focusing on what you're doing and you enjoy the process? So I have always been inspired by the Gita. And, uh, ever since I, a young age, I would read the Gita. And uh, so one thing that I really got inspired from is where Arjun is on the battlefield and, you know, he's with his friend Krishna. And, uh, you know, Arjun is in a state of anxiety, confusion, uh, despair. And one thing Krishna tells him is, you know, you have been trained to be a warrior. It is your dharma to be a warrior. Simply go out and fight. You know, don't think whether you will win the battle, whether you will get fame, whether you will get power, whether you will get money. Simply go and do what you have been trained to do. So if you are an archer, go out and give it your best and enjoy the process, enjoy the flow. And uh, that's what I look at it. I feel I just enjoy what I do. 
and I keep doing it. Yeah. Um, so ever since a young age, I love sharing ideas. If I can be of help to somebody, I enjoy the process. I love it. And uh, when you keep doing that over and over and over again, yes, probably you improve. You probably you get you know all the things. You get some byproducts. You know you might get fame. You might get money. You might get power. But at the end of the day, that is not the goal or the purpose. The purpose is simply to enjoy and love what you're doing. So you know somebody might be a musician, and uh, I speak to some great musicians. You know, so for example, if you look at A.R. Rahman. Mm-hmm. A.R. Rahman's goal was not to get the Oscar or not to get all the things he gets. He just gets pleasure from creating beautiful music. Absolutely. So I think all of us can find that in whatever we do. You know, you could be a gardener, you could be a doctor, engineer, accountant. You know, you could be investing on the stock market. You know, if you enjoy the process, if you enjoy what you're doing, all those other things come. But I feel, in order to achieve that, you start enjoying the process. Yeah. enjoying the process and 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 uh, what i'm also curious to hear is like uh, what has been your process how did you come to be one of the top uh, speakers uh, what was your trajectory <laughs> so you know my my background so we belong to the sindhi community mm-hmm. and sindhi is you know uh, sindh which is you know the indus valley civilization one yeah. of the oldest civilizations known to mankind and my grandparents are from sindh and partition happened so india was one big country partition happened and my grandparents had to overnight leave everything and come to india so people called them refugees but they said no don't don't call us refugees because we are not looking for a handout mm-hmm. uh, and call us displaced people because even when they had nothing they said you know the way people frame you it defines your future so they left everything you know they had gold they had houses they had horses they left everything they came to india without anything but um, so growing up we didn't have a lot of money but uh, you know ever since i was a young boy i was 5 years old i started selling and uh, you know i enjoy the process of selling too you know you create joy you create value for somebody you help somebody and um, even when i was in school you know i would love selling i would love Uh, sharing ideas and one thing when it comes to selling is the more value you can create for somebody the more you can help somebody yeah uh, you know the better the more you succeed the yeah. more you help the more you grow so yeah. ever since that time i've always loved selling when i was in school i used to love selling i used to love taking part in debates elocutions um, so that's how i got started you know that's yeah. how i got started so i like sharing ideas i believe humanity we all learn from each other and if i have something of value which i feel i've learned or a mistake i made and if i can share it and help somebody that's how we grow because i've le- i've learned from so many people and uh, not being selfish if you're not selfish if you share you will grow more and you know today we are using the internet we are using zoom we are using a laptop it's because somebody decided to share this with us yeah <laughs> so if- that's what, that's my look i look at speaking as a way of sharing so nice. you can share with one person 10 people 50 people now you are doing we are doing this podcast thousands hundreds of thousands of people might listen to this so we share and somebody gets a good idea they share it ahead they share they share the good forward fantastic
And, uh, you know, uh, being a speaker is, is, I think, a lot of people aspire to be that because exactly you have the power to share. You have also the, actually, you have the opportunity to share, but you also have um, a power to control uh, an audience. Not a control, maybe not a right word, but to, to, to inspire. And um, do you remember, the, was there a moment uh, or one speech that you did in the past, many years back, maybe, when you felt like, okay, this is what I really enjoy doing. This is that moment that this is this uh, euphoric moment that I want to, uh, you know, I really enjoy it. Was there ever, ever a moment? Do you remember? You know, yeah. You know, I, I remember when I was in college, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we were doing a debate. I used to love, I was a part of the literary and debating society. Yeah. And uh, I just enjoyed the process. You know? I enjoyed the process. Even in school, I would enjoy the process. So mm-hmm. while you know, I continue, I love business. I said, this is something I love doing. You know? uh, the pleasure is not the money or the reward or the fame or the power you get. The pleasure is simply the activity. Yeah. You know, if people run the marathon, the pleasure is simply running the marathon or people uh, play music. The pleasure is simply playing music. And, so when I was in college, I felt that sense of flow. It's a sense of flow. It's a sense of pleasure. And I said, yeah, this is something I love doing. And I would like to continue doing it. And every time, every time, in fact, every time I go on stage or I speak, or even now this conversation, I enjoy the process. You know? Fantastic. And do you have like a ritual, like before you go on stage, uh, something <laughs> that you do to warm yourself up, to get into the groove? Um, what's your ritual? You know, sometimes I, I tend to listen to some music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> I, like, I like the movie Rocky. Eye of the Tiger. I love it. Uh, I, I like that. So I might, you know, I might listen to it. I might just do some dance moves. I might just warm myself up. And uh, another ritual I have is I like to have fun. Yeah. Because I believe if I'm having fun, that energy gets... Uh, you know, transmuted to people around. So my thing is just, I just like having fun and I just like going out there, sharing ideas and mm-hmm. just having a, having a conversation. And as a speaker, I'm very casual. So, you know, uh, my, I might take pauses. My grammar might not be the best, <laughs> but I just, that's, I mean, it's more human. It's the way I speak to you one-on-one. That's how I speak to a larger group too. Yeah. I think that that's something I have noticed in in all our conversation. And even right now, just before we started the podcast, when I told you if there is a sound or interruption, uh, we will edit it out. And you said, no, let's keep it flowing. It's it's more organic, more natural. And I was like, yeah, that is actually right. <laughs> you know, it's it's more fun. And also many times before an interview, people tell me, you know, the media house, they said, Yogesh, we'll send you the questions. You know, I said, even if you send me the questions, I'm not going to read it. <laughs> so don't send me, you know, let's have a conversation. <laughs> I agree. I, I, I have exactly the same. Because if, if the, there is that, you lose that spontaneity, which is actually for me, I think for you as well, um, is, is the fun of doing uh, yeah. kind of things. That may be a scorpion thing for people who don't know, we both say share the same zodiac. <laughs> yes, yes. People are afraid, you know, people are afraid of scorpions, but <laughs> I, I, I don't think there's anything to be afraid of unless, unless you mess around. Yes, exactly. <laughs> if you, if you mess with a scorpion, yes. But unless no, I mean they're they're beautiful. But if you try to attack it, if you try to harm it, yeah, then then you are in trouble. 
for sure for sure <laughs> but uh, spreading um, uh, happiness has been also your mantra and you kind you wrote a book on that as well right yes, yes. did you tell us a little bit about it uh, you know i i believe uh, human beings mm-hmm. sometimes we think we want money sometimes we think we want power we want fame you know we want to become the ceo we want to become a billionaire but you know deep down we all want to be happy so i have people coming to me you know who already become billionaires and they say you know we are still looking for something more we thought becoming a billionaire or becoming a ceo or becoming famous or becoming a movie star will make us happy but it it did not and the beauty is uh, if you realize you mm. know you don't have to become anything you can be happy right now right now in this very moment you can become happy uh, and the smallest things can make you happy yeah everything will change and you know happiness is a force uh, yes you will face challenges yes you will feel pain yes all those things will happen but even when that is happening you can be happy so for example uh, if you practice yoga or i'd gone to the dentist mm-hmm. uh, and the dentist was drilling into my teeth you know with the sound of the water the water yeah. drill <laughs> and it is painful but at the same time i can either be sad or i can be happy about it i can enjoy the process yeah she's healing she's healing my teeth so it, it is your perspective and if you change your perspective you say okay if in this moment what can i do to be happy it will help you you know it will help you in your career it will help you in your life it will help you in your relationships it will help you in every single area i agree i see that uh, i think that's also um, um like the current situation i have been and, and many factors together uh, recently I, i heard from a friend that to get an appointment to a therapist right now there is a four months queue because that's people are struggling with situations where uh, i think they feel the void they feel they can't feel happiness in anything they are doing exactly they feel empty you know they feel they feel what is the purpose what is the meaning why am i here when they wake up in the morning they don't know what to do yeah moving from happiness to something that made all of us unhappy for the last 2 years covid-19 and it has been challenging period for everyone for different reasons uh, of course pandemic uh, posed posed a very big health scare but it also posed a very big um, financial economical uh, career uh, threats to many especially people who are um, on their own and um and and as a speaker as a as a speaker as a trainer as as a coach um i think like we we were in a lockdown so there was no events nothing happening how did you keep yourself happy at that period of time <laughs> what was if i may self promote a little bit say what was your plan b yeah of course you know, your plan b is a great book i would recommend everybody <laughs> check it out Uh, beautiful beautiful book excellent Thank book by sabya sachi uh, so you know it's interesting because in 2020 march we were doing a event in singapore we had around 500 people coming down from all over the world and uh, suddenly we get a beautiful letter from the government a love letter saying not more than four or five people can meet and we had to cancel that event and when you when you're doing an event there are investments involved there's planning involved yeah. and you're looking forward to it you're looking forward to the experience you're looking forward to meeting people it's a lot of fun now my first reaction when that happened was a lot of anger a lot of frustration i was looking to blame somebody uh so it i wasn't in a ideal state of mind and but after some time you know 
after some time uh, and i knew all this i knew i knew about the mind i knew how states affect you and still i entered that shape but after some time i asked myself you know is this really helping me mm. and the answer was no this this sort of mindset is not helping me and only a stupid person will do something that is not helping them. so i said okay let me not do this and i did the second thing is i said okay who can i reach out to who has been through something similar and uh, i started reading up you know and i said okay uh, a similar experience was the spanish flu yeah which happened over 100 years ago and i started reading up on the spanish flu um i saw some images and uh, this was still in the beginning of the pandemic so the images were you know playgrounds were empty kids were wearing masks yeah uh, all sorts of things and i said okay if this is and the spanish flu lasted 18 months and in 18 months it went away there was no vaccine the reason it went away was people with a strong immunity survived mm-hmm. and people who weren't strong in their immunity passed away yeah. and i said okay so this thing which they are saying might last 10 days 14 days will not last 14 days this is going to be longer 18 months probably and 18 months is too long a period for me to sit in a state of frustration yeah and you know to keep blaming Uh, so i said okay if this is going to last 18 months what is the next best thing i can do and i started learning more and i said okay the first thing is i need to be mentally prepared because only if i'm mentally prepared can i maximize you know the time what can i do and i reached out to a guy called victor frankl mm-hmm. man search for meaning okay uh, it's a interesting book i would recommend everybody to read it victor frankl and when i read this i felt oh my god you know here i am blaming that i i can't go out i can't do this i can't do that but look at this guy look at victor frankl he faced so much struggle i had tears in my eyes and i said okay if this guy could do it i have to make the most of the moment firstly i have to be grateful i have access to my loved ones i have access to the internet i have access to food i have access to books i can read i can learn i can call anybody and from this i have to see what best i can do absolutely and from that we shifted everything online so we shifted everything online you know i got in people we have uh, now we have programs online we do we do a lot of long term programs with companies online so we address the challenges that people are facing in terms of happiness lack of you know attrition and you know um, so the pandemic was a blessing in disguise for us because we could impact more people we could help more people we could scale up bigger so everything that is a challenge also has a gift in it if you look for the gift absolutely it's really how you look at things wow since this podcast is called method in madness and i have one last question for you uh, was there ever a moment of madness in your life that you look back and think oh my god what was i thinking something that everybody advised you against but you had conviction and you went ahead you did it and you like so happy that you did it against <laughs> i think you have a lot of them but maybe i want to hear one of them ever ever since i was a small boy ever since i was a small boy uh I mean people have you know people have told me you shouldn't do this you shouldn't do that but yep. uh, I've always done it sometimes I've got in trouble uh, <laughs> but that's also a beautiful thing getting in trouble you know getting 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 caught for your mischief it's a beautiful thing I'll I'll share uh, so many let me see I'll share something for example in school mm-hmm. when I was in school my teachers would always complain to my parents and their biggest complaint was yogesh is selling stuff in school 
he comes and sells comics he sells toys and food you know uh but i think it's a beautiful thing i did because that was a very valuable skill so not only i was able to help these guys because these guys love to read comics i also got a beautiful skill i was able to sell with confidence uh so many things you know like when my first book came out it was called invest the happiness way uh we sold books it's the highest selling book in the world because wow. we sold because we sold books on a plane we so there, there was an airline open con spice jet Uh-huh. Uh, we were the only book selling on the plane at 40000 feet uh, because lakhs of people fly the plane you know i reached out to those guys i said you know people get bored on the plane you don't have in flight entertainment sell this book we'll do a revenue share so i reached out to three companies the first was jet airways yeah and jet airways said we have never done it before and i was 23 and the ceo must be 50 i said yeah but even the plane was never made before imagine if the right brother said you know we uh, the planes never made before you wouldn't have jet airways mm-hmm. i think he didn't like it he said no no we can't do it i said okay the second plane airline i reached out to was kingfisher mm-hmm. uh, they told me the same thing it's never been done before you know mm-hmm. i said yeah but uh, why not try it now they said no and then i reached to another young airline called spice jet so jet airways and kingfisher told me no and uh, we know where they are today so yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> and spice chat said yes so you know many times when people tell you no it's probably because they are not ready they have a closed mindset so i always believe just keep trying so so what even if spice chat had told me no i would have reached out to somebody else yeah so you can you know i think a lot of things is just persistence if you're persistent with somebody uh things do work out uh, people give up too easily people listen to people around them a lot so for example with with covid i would tell people uh fear reduces immunity it is a scientifically proven fact mm. so the more fearful you are the less stronger your immunity is so if you constantly feed your mind with fear your immunity goes down but yeah. if you focus your attention to other things you know you focus your attention to your work to your business to your spiritual growth professional growth learning your immunity goes up so they have done a research people who retire early yeah tend to die faster okay <laughs> because because they are not actively engaging their mind have you seen why so many world leaders live till 1995 because they're still uh-huh. in politics uh, yeah. at the age of 80 70 right they are still in politics they are still engaged uh they're still doing stuff not only politics you look at business you look at artists you look at uh professionals you look at writers you look at gardeners you look at you know people who are working you know they could be gardeners they could be janitors but people who are working will live longer so because they are because once you free up your mind and you focus on things that are useless i see so many young people constantly scrolling through things that don't concern them yeah um you know things that don't concern them and that reduces their immunity because mm-hmm. their mind is not focused on things that are productive yeah i i fully agree with that and like you said um in the uh, the big and in the middle that uh people need something to look forward to and an activity engagement with a sense of purpose gives you that something to look forward to and that gives you that azil to to stay active to stay fit and to stay in a place which is free of my free free of fear 
I think um, I've, I've seen that with my own parents, how they still uh, stay active, um, where they can choose to have a very nice retired life. But it's that activity, that engagement and that sense of purpose that uh, keeps them young. Um, and, and that's, that's something that inspires um, us all in the family as well. And I, I hear that from you as well. So thank you uh, for that insight. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, uh, Yogesh, it has been amazing pleasure talking to you. I think we've covered so much spectrum. I, I was, I, I felt I was listening to you live, sitting in the audience, listening <laughs> to you live on stage. And um, I think um, I, I will definitely implement many of the things that you said, and uh, and definitely park my plan to retire at forty five. Um, that that's definitely going out of the window. But, uh, please happy scrap that plan. I'll tell you what happens. You know, people make money. Okay, so yeah. I, I could have retired long back, but you make money. You go to a beach, but in one week, two weeks, three weeks, one month, you get bored. Yes. And now, once that happens, if you, I know so many people, now, if you don't engage yourself wherein you are serving people, you are helping people, your mind and attention, so you will either get into gambling, you will get into drugs, you will get into yeah. so many other things. And uh, people, people, if you are doing something you love, something you enjoy, the act of doing it is pleasurable. Yeah. You know, I know surgeons, I know surgeons for them, the act of surgery is a pleasurable experience. Yeah. So for people who do what they really are meant to do, what is their dharma? Like for Arjun, his dharma was going to battle, yes. fighting. In that moment when he was fighting, shooting those arrows, yes, there was risk, there was whatever. That act was pleasurable for him. It, for sure. it, gave, him, it gave him a sense of purpose. It gave him a sense of flow. And once you discover that, whether you are an actor or not, See people who think, okay, we will retire at 45. They retire, they make money, they retire. But after that, look at Neil Armstrong. Yeah. Do you know what happened to Neil Armstrong? Uh, well, I know he's the first man on moon. And yes. then, and not so many years recently, he died. I think a few years back, he yes. passed away. Yeah. But I don't know what's wrong. So there's a very nice movie called First Man. It's a very nice movie. Everybody should check it out. But very few people know what happened to Neil Armstrong. So Neil Armstrong becomes the first man on moon. You know? mm. Millions of people, billions of people love him. Everybody knows him. He comes back to Earth. He's world famous. You know, he has all the fame, the money. He can, he can meet anybody. He can call. He can meet anybody he desires. But after that, his life goes in a downward spiral. He becomes an alcoholic. He goes into dis uh, depression. He loses his money. And the reason is because when he wakes up in the morning, he's already gone to moon. What next? Yeah. He's done it, right? He's gone to moon. It's every kid's dream. It's every kid, every kid, every one of us. Each one of us had to wanted to be an astronaut at some point in our life. Yeah. Uh, he's done it. He's gone to moon. Now what next? So when he wakes up in the morning, he has no purpose. He doesn't know what to do. And he gets he gets lost. Yeah, I and and can resonate. That's like that's a horrible feeling. Had he had he discovered a new purpose, it could be the smallest thing. He could say, "What if I inspire kids to study mm. science, to go to moon, to learn about the universe, learn about the planet?" It, it, you know, instead of kids going into drugs, going into alcohol, they do something productive. Had he or it could be something. He could have said, "Okay, I want to build beautiful gardens." I went to moon, the surface of moon was barren. 
earth's surface is so beautiful why don't we have more gardens why don't we have a beautiful environment why don't we start a mars mission so many things he could have done with his knowledge with his expertise but he did not so when so that's why you see so many billionaires or so many people they constantly discover something new it's not for the money no it's for keeping yourself engaged and and, and that's purpose absolutely i tell everybody you know if you want to die early start retiring <laughs> if you want to be healthy if you want to be active your mind your body works better when you use it if absolutely. not atrophy happens if you have ever been injured and you have not used your hand for a month and you remove the cast the muscles become weaker they don't become stronger yeah absolutely it's the same with your mind you know i try to pack in as much as i can in my day because the more you do it the better you become yeah i agree well i think uh, i'm i'm inspired and i'm ready to take on the day take uh, the bulls by the horns uh, and uh, start the with that rejuvenation that i think me and everybody who's listening to this will be getting after hearing this podcast yogesh thank you so much for this really candid share of inspiration stories journey and 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 some beautiful touching moment i think um this definitely was one of the most inspiring uh, uh, podcast episodes i've done and um it really um shows what a brilliant storyteller you are <laughs> through stories through inspiration through history mythology through your own experience you really create that sense of purpose urgent that sense of urgency to find that purpose and work towards it so thank you so much for doing it and thank uh, you, thank I hope you so you much and um it's really been a pleasure talking to you it's, it's been a pleasure i had a lot of fun so everybody who's listening go ahead and act on plan b i believe plan b <laughs> should stand for the best plan that <laughs> the best plan so be for best go ahead and take action because only if you take action things change uh take care and i had a lot of fun and best of luck thank you so much thank you thank you that was truly a maddening episode in the coming episodes i will bring many more maddening stories change stories transformational stories and most importantly will stay mad because that's the only way to survive see you next time